Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome back. It is our number two of the Lombardi line. We are presented by BetMGM. Femi Abebefe alongside Michael Lombardi out in the great state of New Jersey. Fun first hour. We have a fun second hour on deck for you guys as well. 15 minutes from now, Jason Locke and Fora, host over in Baltimore on Baltimore Radio and also a national NFL writer for the Washington Post, I should say, will join us coming up in 15 minutes. Then 30 minutes from now, it'll be Thomas Gable, race and sportsbook director over at the Borgata here. We'll see what's going on behind the scenes in Atlantic City there with TG. But, Michael, before we go further, let's get into a segment that is known very well here on the Lombardi line. It is no way or no doubt. Do you disagree with these takes? No way. Uh-uh, no way. Or do you approve? Oh, no doubts. No doubt. No doubt my mind. No diggity, no doubt. It's time to ask Michael Lombardi, no way or no doubt. Just excellent work from our team, as always, with the imaging here with no way and no doubt. And this first one is going to be a little bit of a pivot, not football-related, but on the hardwood with your beloved Philadelphia 76ers. Yeah. Uh, it sounds like, according to the reports from Adrian Wojnarowski over at ESPN, that the James market is being pulled off of the trade market right now. James Harden wanted the trade, wants to go to the Philadelphia. What does that, te- what does that tell you? What does that tell you? <laughs> well, let me there say- is no trade. When somebody's, when somebody's not on the trade market, that means there is no trade market. Well, let's get into it. Michael, the Philadelphia 76ers are a better team with James Harden than they would be without him. No way or no doubt. Well, no, no doubt they're a better team with them. Uh, the problem is that without them, you lose $36 million of cap room. And how do you replace them? And clearly the 76ers have over-evaluated him because the market is telling them they're not interested. Like, the one thing about sports and business, nobody wants your problems. Nobody wants your malcontents. You know, and this is an important lesson for Jonathan Taylor to learn, too. Nobody wants a problem player. You could say, well, it was one time. Well, okay, problem in Houston, problem in Brooklyn, now problem in Philly. He's shocked if he's a problem in the next place. And his play isn't to the level of his contract. The reason he opted in is because his agent, whomever that is, maybe himself, looked around the world and said, 
we can't get any more than this. I mean, even even Montrez Harrell opted out of his deal to get a better deal, and he couldn't play last year. And now he's on AC, now he's out for the year with an ACL. So clearly, Harden tested the market, couldn't make more than his option year, so he went back in. And now it's the 76ers' fault that he's not happy. I mean, look, this is Daryl Morey's mess. He's going to have to clean it up. He he was completely biased in only trading Simmons for Harden. And he gave up a lot to get Harden. Now he's got nothing. And so now what he did is he traded one malcontent for another malcontent. So now two years removed, we're going to have a guy who's not going to come to training camp. You know, it's the life of a 76er fan. But there's no doubt they're better with him. How's Harden doing this to his boy, Daryl Morey, man? Morey stuck his neck out for him, and then this is how he's treating him. It's just... Well, I- I get the sense, this is just me, from, from knowing sports and being behind, being behind the curtain, mm-hmm. is that he thought Maury was going to pay him more and give him more years. Mm-hmm. And money, you know, money is the great, as the great Arnold Rothstein says, nothing says I'm sorry better than money, but nothing causes more fights than money. And so when he didn't, when Maury didn't give him that extension or offer him a bigger deal after he took less money, I think that severed the relationship. To me, what causes relationships to break up oftentimes, whether it's family or friends, money. 100%. It's, it's the number one route for a lot of breakups that we see with family and friends there. It is financial reasons. All right, let's we get to the next item here. And this one has to do with Bryce Young, rookie quarterback for the Carolina Panthers. Yesterday in his preseason debut, four of six for 21 yards, but he was hit quite a bit in the series that he played. So, Michael, the Carolina Panthers' offensive line was the reason for Bryce Young's uninspiring preseason debut. No way or no doubt. No doubt. I mean, look, Bryce Young threw the ball with rhythm. He, he looked like he was in command, which is what you want. Uh, but he had no protection, which is not what you want. It's hard at times for rookie quarterbacks or veteran quarterbacks to play well if they can't have time to get the football off. So, there's no doubt. I mean, Carolina is embarrassed. They got embarrassed. I mean, for all the talk that Carolina whooped the Jets' offensive line, in the game, the Jets' backup offensive line whooped the Panthers, which is a great news for the Jets because they have depth. But the reality of it is is Bryce Young, like all quarterbacks, need protection. Yeah, you need it. Otherwise, you're going to look uh, pretty pedestrian, and that's what we saw yesterday. Today, we will see the Kansas City Chiefs take on the New Orleans Saints right now. That line is at Saints' one-point favorites total of 38. But Patrick Mahomes, the reigning MVP, the Super Bowl MVP, will play at least one quarter today. We'll also see Derek Carr play. But Mahomes is going to play in the preseason. Here's what Mahomes had to say when he was asked about wanting to get those reps in August. Just getting that. That first, I always say that first hit. You want to get hit where it's not too hard, but you can feel it. I mean, you go through a long offseason of – uh, working through the pocket and knowing the guys are rushing, but they can't touch you. And so it's just different when you get in the game and you're able to get tackled and everything like that. Um, and I like to have at least one or two drives to, uh, under my belt to say that I'm ready to go. We're, we're doing the right things. And uh, Coach Reed, he allows me to do that. He allows me to get in there. So, Michael, all NFL players should play at least one series in the preseason. No way or no doubt. No doubt. I think they should play more. I mean, this is game one, and he's going to play in the series. You know, now nobody, none of these guys are going to play game three. Mm-hmm. So it used to be game three was the preparation. Game four was everybody was off. We could figure out who the young, let the young players play. It was a development game. So I think you've got to, like anything, you have to gradually build 
a player up. And I think Mahomes will play in this one. I think he'll play in the second one. He won't play in the third. And I think it's really good because you're not going to have great execution if you don't go out there and simulate, take practice to the game. The games are always different than practice, right? As Mahomes just said in there, he's not. he knows he's not going to get hit. So he holds the ball longer. He does more things. In the game, his rhythm, his mind has to work faster. That's what you want. You want to be quick-minded. And the only way you become quick-minded is through reps. We saw that with Anthony Richardson. He's a little slow-minded right now because he doesn't have enough reps. Yeah. And I, I and I'm 100% agreement with you. I don't get this new wave of, not playing anybody in the preseason and all that. You want to be cautious. You don't want to get anybody hurt because these games, the results of these games don't matter. But guys got to get ready. And the fact that we, I mean, like, I'm a Cowboy fan, so, like, I see Dak Prescott. McCarthy said he's not going to play at all in the preseason. I'm like, man, after what we saw last year, you need to get your butt out there and play. Like, you know, this is a new offense yeah. that you're doing. Like, you need to be out there. Like, like, we can't be doing this too cool for school. Like, oh, it's the preseason. I'm not going to play. See me in September. Like, well, you got to be crisp. Well, maybe in this case, it might be good because the Cowboys offensive line without Zach Martin, without oh. Terrence Steele. We had Brian Broaddus on yesterday talking yeah. about how their offensive line isn't quite where it needs to be. Look, I don't think you can send that. Like to me, when I was watching the Carolina game and if I were Frank Wright, I would have pulled I would have pulled Bryce Young earlier. I don't want him to take that many hits. Mm-hmm. Like he was getting hit way too much. And it was because of the offensive line. So either we either we settle it down or we get him out. I would have taken him out. I think that's the same thing with Dak. You want your player to play, but only if he's going to have the back the first team line. You know that's where Malik Willis opening drive of the game looked really good. He had his starting line in the game, but then when Levis came in, they put the backups in. You know they took mm-hmm. Dillard out at left tackle, and all of a sudden it started to break down a little bit, and that's the problem. You got to have protection. Hundred percent. We also saw yesterday the Chicago Bears high-flying offense, two drives, two touchdowns led by quarterback Justin Fields. So I ask you this, Michael. The Chicago Bears will be a top-10 NFL offense in 2023. No way, no doubt. This is an Elliott special, by the way. Yeah, no way. I mean, they'll be a top-10 rushing offense. Like, I I don't understand how you just think he's going to go from 2,200 yards to lead the league you know he's got to prove to these defensive coordinators are not making two million dollars a year because they're stupid like they know the game that he has to play and they'll defend that mm-hmm. and they know if we force him to stay in the pocket he's been sacked 91 times that he's going to have to prove it now whether he proves it or not remains to be seen there's the debate yep. right the fundamental debate we're having about justin fields is can he prove he can be an effective passer when he has to throw the football it isn't he can he be a good passer to throw a bubble screen, which enticed you completely and hooked you in and just has you completely in love today. I mean, literally, you are so far in love. You're like a high school sophomore. It's just remarkable. However, that being said, you know, he's got to prove that he can throw the football when it matters. And I, I don't know if they have the makeup to be a top five offense. Did anybody watch their offensive line? I mean, seriously, the games will be played a month from now. That's all I'll say. Uh, this last item here, Michael, Trey Lance is God, getting the start. <laughs> He's, Trey Lance is getting the start today against the Las Vegas Raiders, who will play the whole half for the 49ers. So I ask this. The San Francisco 49ers are hoping for a successful preseason leads to a trade interest in quarterback Trey Lance. No way or no doubt. No doubt, no doubt, no doubt. Look, the, this, as I've said, this Trey Lance thing isn't working. And I think everybody knows it's not working. Now, 
people on Twitter, your your conglomerates, your friends on Twitter think it still is, you know. And, you know, that's Twitter, though. You know, mom, more meatloaf. I'll just stay in my basement. You know, I'll just just pretend this. I, I, I've never seen a player. I was talking to somebody yesterday about no matter what Lance does, nobody gets discouraged, you know, mm-hmm. and nobody's honest about it either. But I think the 49ers, after three years, have come to the realization and after practicing with the Raiders, I think they've come to the realization that, you know, nobody's going to come calling. And if they do, even if he plays well in the preseason, what are they going to get? I mean, think about it. I mean, last year, last year, Sam Ellinger was the best quarterback at preseason. Did anybody call the Colts for him? No. But, I mean, also, Ellinger, he wasn't drafted in the first round. And we know that teams always try to give these first former first-round picks It's extra not chances. where you get picked, Femi. It, yeah. It's not where you get picked. It's how you play. Which I agree with. But I feel like there's a lot of GMs that fall for where you get picked. That's, some, some, like, that's a fact. I feel yeah, but like. this tape, the, 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 look, they are fully vested. When a fully vested team gives up, that's not a good sign. No, it is not. Uh, Jason LaConfora of 105.7 in Baltimore joins us next here on the Lombardi There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Femi Abebefe, on VSEN, the sports betting network. It is time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM has all of your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted out specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Welcome back. It's the Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. Michael Lombardi in New Jersey. Femi Abebefe hanging out here in downtown Las Vegas. Thomas Gable 
race and sportsbook director at the Borgata will be joining us in 15 minutes. But joining us right now, it is the host over at 105.7 Baltimore, one of their radio hosts out there, also an NFL writer for the Washington Post, the one and only Jason Lockenfora has a lot of experience covering the National Football League, and he joins us here on the Lombardi line. Jason, we appreciate you taking the time as always. Obviously a big offseason for the Baltimore Ravens. We have Lamar signed, sealed, delivered. He's good to go. That's in the past. But I'm really curious about this offense. Todd Monken now, the offensive coordinator after Greg Roman being the coordinator for a number of years. A couple weeks into camp now, what are you hearing about this Ravens offense and what should we expect later on this fall? Well, even if and I hate to make much of preseason games, and I'm not, but if you just kind of parachuted in and watched probably any given offensive series last night in their preseason debut with Monk and pulling the strings, um, except for maybe the first couple, and you had watched any of Greg Roman's offense whatsoever, there there would be a few things that jumped out at you. Um, the, the pace at which they're trying to play um, is different. Uh, this is no longer a team that wants to bleed the clock and snap it on, you know, five or four or whatever and win time of possession that way. They want to win time of possession because they're, they're chucking the ball. They're spreading you out, and they're making you defend horizontal and vertical. And they're, they're – you know they're they're throwing high percentage passes to supplement the run game and they're keeping the clock going that way. Um, running backs being fully vested members of the passing game is something that people around here paying attention to this team have been begging for, screaming for Greg Roman every off season to integrate a screen game to to a, to get the horizontal passing game going because they have backs who really could flourish in space. The guy we're going to talk most about here in a minute, um, who's not a part of this yet would it seems tailor-made for for jk dobbins we've yet to see him in this scheme even for a practice but you, you look at that and you say okay this is you know you just look at how they're going to deploy personnel and they went from the worst wide receiving room in the league to one where they're going to have dudes who don't make this team who catch on someplace else even if only as a practice squad so yeah you, you can go 11 personnel because not only do you have three you know, NFL caliber receivers to put out there in your three wide sets, but shoot, you might have six. Um, so yeah, there's, there's noticeable differences and there's a change in just, you know, things grow old in this league. Everything has a, a lifespan and, and eventually it's time for new ideas and new concepts. And did we ride that old thing as far as we can? We probably did. Um, do we need to evolve now in a different way in a more 2020 three-way versus a 1983 way. Yeah, we do. Jason, you brought it up. So make the case, Mm -hmm. put on your defense attorney hat. We have a a complete law firm over here in Femi. He can defend anybody, but (laughs) I want you to defend JK Dobbins. Hold in. Is it a hold in? Like, is he actually expecting to get a new contract? Like what, what is the justification for it? Like explain to me, why he makes a compelling case that he needs a new contract now. Well, I I can't make that argument. The argument that I can make is this. If I were to defend J.K. Dobbins, I would say um, you guys have heard my client at numerous times come forward and speak emotionally, viscerally, painfully about the detriment you caused to his career by playing him in meaningless games, by exposing him 
to to needless hits and taking a year and a half of his career away because you had to see what he looked like in year two against, I don't even know what the Washington team was called then. I think they were still the WTS. But you did that to him. He wasn't the same for 18 months since. So guess what? We're not going out there now. We're not risking him having his career completely wiped out because he, you know, he tears his ACL in a practice or you subject him to preseason trauma again. So we're going to sit back here. He's going to do his own thing inside your building. If you think it's a big enough problem, you'll eventually convey that to us and your fan base through the media. But we're going to play this at our pace because we've tried it your way before. And the reason my client isn't getting paid is not because he's not effective. He averages over five yards a carry. It's not because he's not a multi-threat. You never threw the ball to him. I think he ran something like 25 routes in his final 10 games under Greg Roman. That's despicable. That's on you. That's not on him. But it's not because of any of that. It's because you got him hurt, and you got him hurt in a senseless way, and you've never really been the same, and he's never really been the same, and you're not going to pay him, so I'm going to protect him for whoever does pay him next. And that's what I think it's about. I think it's about injury risk right now, and if, if he's not out – this week, then we got a big problem. I suspect he's out there doing his own thing on the side while they're having these practices with the commanders, which he's not going to be a part of, obviously. But my guess is he gets out there, he starts doing his own thing, he, he you know starts to practice for real a week or ten days leading into the season, and then he's banking on, I'm still, you're going to see me a few times and you're going to say, that's way better than Melvin Gordon. That's way better than Justice Hill. Or that in conjunction with Justice Hill, using two running backs, but using them in the pass game, not having it be obvious if you're running or passing based on who's on the field. Personnel's no longer a tell. I think Todd Munkin's going to look at this and say, man, everything that Justice Hill's doing right now with my stuff, which is great. Imagine if I had Dobbins on the field too. Yeah. If any of our listeners need an agent here, uh, Jason Lockenfora might be available for you guys here. We're speaking with Jason Lockenfora, host of 105.7. I still wouldn't the do it, by the way. I wouldn't be doing this at this point. Oh, no. I, I wouldn't, but, but oh, he's no. not going to get any money. And I think he knows he's not going to get any money. Yeah. He's sending a message to them saying, thanks for wrecking my career. i got to take care of myself now. Yeah, I mean, I mean, they, I mean, they kind of play hardball. But his career's not over. I mean, how about the year he was on IR? Did they not help him on that? To me, this is just, I mean, I don't know who his agent is, but I think the yeah, owner, killer. Steve Bashotti, knows. Yeah, I mean, he knows that if he gives in to this, then he's going to have chaos on his team. So, to me, it's a lost cause, and it really is. It shows he's more selfish than any team environment. I, 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 I don't understand it. To me, if I were the general manager of the Ravens, this would bother the hell out of me because it's really self-interest. Well, so far, they're kind of saying, hey, you know, at a certain point, this will boil over. But for now, we're talking to them, and we have a dialogue, and, you know, check back with us next week. I mean, they played the long game with Lamar Jackson. I mean, good luck if you're J.K. Dobbins. I mean, I just thought, like you said, like, I don't no, think he's going to get his money. I think he knows. He's yeah. not getting paid there. But I think he has had major – I know he's had major issues with their strength and conditioning staff. They finally fired – some of the people there who were um, figures of great scorn around here. He's had problems with their medical staff. You know what I mean? He's had problems yeah, yeah. with his usage the entire career where why is a guy who averages what he averages, you know what I mean, never getting more than four targets in a game, ne never getting more than 15 touches in a game. So I think he's, yes, he's being very, he's being selfish right now. I, I get it. 
to a degree. I don't know how much it's going to help him, and we'll see if he builds up enough calluses on his own to truly be ready in week one because I do believe next to Lamar Jackson, J.K. Dobbins is the guy who could benefit the most from this coordinator change. I, I think as a modern, fully vested three down running back i think he has the opportunity to show what he can do in the passing game now if he ever gets out there hey jason we got about a minute left i want to ask you this question about the defense is the pass rush with odafe owe young pass rusher tyus bowser is this pass rush good enough to take another step in year two under mike mcdonald you know they have two major issues with this roster right now they don't have enough on the edge and they don't have enough at corner and um the Bowser thing, I mean, he hasn't done anything yet. And, and you know, this is an NFI thing. This is not related, I don't believe, at least from what they've said, to the Achilles injury of the past. That's a big deal, him not being out there yet. And it's, it's starting to make some people around here wonder a little bit. Um, no, I think they're going to add between now and the trade deadline. I think they're going to add at both positions. They had Clowney in the building. They had William Jackson in the building. Um, they're going to sign an edge or a corner this week, I would imagine. And then they're still going to eventually have to probably sign another one. The, the defense is the area of concern right now, as odd as that is to say about a Baltimore Ravens football team. Yeah, maybe this is a Ravens yeah, no team. No question. And I think, you know, Jason, Marlon Humphreys, and I know we've got to go, is a much better slot corner than outside. Yes, he is. There's no denying that. But go look at their group right now. They can't afford that luxury. And that's why I think Kyle Hamilton, as much as they want him to do everything, We'll probably play a lot in the slot because they can't afford to put Marlon there and then just go look at their depth chart right now at safety and corner. There's not any there there. All right. He is Jason Locking Forward. Wow. Check him out over at 1057 Thanks, The Fan Jason. in Baltimore. Thank also, his work over at The Washington Post where he's a national NFL beat writer. Thomas Gable joins us next here on the Lombardi Line. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Femi Abebefe, on VSEN, the sports betting network. Power ratings, picks, previews, predictions, pro, as in VSEN Pro. Become a subscriber and get an all-access pass to our betting tools, betting splits, and the 2023 college and NFL betting guides. Both. The College Football Guide and our NFL betting guide will have you ready to turn a profit on the gridiron this year. The only way to get the guys and everything we have to offer is to become a VEASAN Pro subscriber, and you can do exactly that at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Welcome back. This is the Lombardi Line hanging out here on a Sunday morning. Happy Sunday to everybody out there. Hope it's a good one for you guys. Femi Abebefe, Michael Lombardi. Lombardi out there in New Jersey. I'm sitting here in downtown Las Vegas at the Circa Resort and Casino. And a couple days ago, there was somebody, Michael, that was sitting right next to me in studio for the first time. And that was our buddy, Thomas Gable, racing sportsbook director over at the Borgata. And he joins us right now. TG, how was the rest of your Vegas vacation, buddy? <laughs> uh, I wish it was a vacation, but no, it was a good trip. Um, it, it was really nice to catch up with some people that, you know, I haven't been out there in a few years, so uh, really since the pandemic. So uh, people that I typically only communicate with, you know, via text or via phone, uh, and friends of mine that I don't get to see too often, I uh, get to spend some time with, and then get to meet people that I typically only talk to on the airwaves, like yourself and Mike Pritchard. It was really nice, and, and Elliot, you know, just to uh, meet you guys in the flesh and uh, and get to spend some time with you guys. It was it was great. Yeah, Mike Palm said he was not sure he's going to be able to recognize you from your picture there. So, um, hopefully, you got to meet the great Mike Palm too, TG. Oh uh, yes, 
Mike was kind enough to give me a tour of Circa on Wednesday, and then uh, he actually came on the Lombardi line with me. Actually, so it was the four of us in studio there, myself and Mike Palm and Mike Pritchard and Femi on Friday. So we had a we had a great time, and Mike was also the MC of the uh, Sports Gambling Hall of Fame, the inaugural class that went in on Friday night out there at Circa. Did a tremendous job with that. But uh, just if you are a historian of you know this business and you know las vegas especially downtown area i mean it was a who's who of um people that were there for that at circa you know jack binion was there um michael gone uh, was there to except for his his father jackie gone and uh you know jimmy vaccaro all, all the guys were there and uh, it was a tremendous night yeah it was a really cool thing i know yeah, bet, if you go up to the legacy there. club yeah, if you go up to the Legacy Club, if anyone goes to Circa, you go up to the Legacy Club. Mm-hmm. They have the stat. They have a lot of those Hall of Famers statues up there, and you can read about them and learn about them. It's really kind of nice. It's a great honor, and it's a great tribute to to tradition of, of betting Vegas. There's no question. Yeah, no, it, it's a really cool spot up here. We encourage everybody that comes out here to go up to Legacy Cup and check out all the busts, like Michael mentioned. Uh, all right, TG, let's get into the football side of things because we had. Six preseason games on Friday, six of them on Sunday, a couple more coming up later on this afternoon and evening. But uh, how's the preseason betting been going over there at the Borgata? I know it's typically the Sharps that dive into this market, but uh, how have you guys been making out here so far in the preseason? Uh, Yesterday lost a little bit on preseason. Friday was pretty good, and that was really just due to the, if you were kind of following line moves in those games, you know, if you were kind of chasing the line moves, you didn't make out too well. Uh, so we, we made out pretty well on, on Friday, but, uh, yesterday, you know, with the Eagles covering, uh, you know, people are still betting Eagles here. It doesn't matter if it's preseason. Um, and, uh, actually your, your bears there, Femi, I know you're a Cowboys <laughs> fan, but, uh, Michael Femi tried to get the Justin Fields. Jersey hey, hey, hey. Sure <laughs> I know, I know, I know. <laughs> I mean, he doesn't think we're watching. That's the, that's the funny thing. He doesn't think we're watching. <laughs> No, so I mean, uh, you know, it's preseason. It's uh, obviously the limits are a lot smaller when uh, for 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 betters. So uh, we talked about this on Friday a little bit, where it's so much more information based. You can certainly get an edge if you're paying attention uh, to those beat reporters in the cities, and you kind of know and have a good idea of what the coaches are going to do. Uh, how how they're going to play players if if players are going to play, you know Mahomes is probably going to go go out there for one series today uh, in the Chiefs game, and uh, then you know Andy says he'll he'll play the twos and threes and fours you know after that, uh, and just going off of history as well, which coaches typically take preseason games a little bit more seriously and others that don't really care and don't seem to care, so. Uh, you can get some edges there uh, in the preseason. And, uh, you know, it's just as Michael, I'm sure, can dive into the nuts and bolts of what's really going on there uh, for these teams. But from a betting perspective, it's really all about the information. No question. And how about today, TG? <laughs> We've got San Francisco. Trey Lance is going to start. No Jimmy Garoppolo. Adrian O'Connell probably will be the starter for the for the Patriots. I don't know if they'll even play Brian Hoyer. They have Chase Garber as another one. Is there any movement in this game? I found it interesting. You said the movement in your shop indicates has been really affected 
if you go towards the movement, you lose. Yeah, I think the biggest one that uh, we saw was that Commanders and Browns game uh, from Friday. That one, you you saw respected money come in very early uh, on Cleveland, and that really pushed the number from uh, which opened up as a pick'em to three, and uh, the money line went up uh, quite a bit as well there on Cleveland. So uh, if if you were kind of just chasing that, uh, obviously Cleveland lost that game outright. Um, but that was one particular game where you know you saw respected money come in and it, it didn't pan out. Um, so. You know, today's games uh, here with the with with the Niners, obviously Trey Lance starting and, and no Garoppolo there for uh, the Raiders. It's um, uh, 49ers are currently four point favorites. Uh, if you're looking just at the first half number, Niners are three point favorites. Whereas when you look at the uh, the, the Chiefs and Saints game, uh, the the favorite clips there from the first half to the full game because of the fact, well, Mahomes is only going to play one series, but uh, the, obviously, when you're looking at the depth chart of these teams, uh, the, the Chiefs' uh, first and second teams are, are going to be power rated better than the, uh, the Saints' the first and second team. So, uh, Saints are favored for the full game by one point, but uh, the Chiefs are favored in the first half. We're speaking with Thomas Gable, racing sportsbook director over at the Borgata. Well, TG, we've laid out the table for the preseason. Let's talk about the postseason, the make or miss the playoff markets. Uh, what have you guys been seeing in these markets here at the Borgata? Like, are there teams that continually pop up on the ledger that people are betting to make or miss the playoffs? Yeah, I mean, this is an interesting market because I think, <clears throat> you know, any market that you're betting into, you're looking to find value. And I think. Uh, you really have to, when you're handicapping these, you, you start very broadly at the conference level, and you say, well, you know, probably at the on the NFC side, there's a greater chance for some of these teams that are kind of in that second tier, maybe even third tier, to step up and possibly make the playoffs. So, you know, we're seeing teams, and you, then you look at the prices for them, and it seems like Atlanta, that kind of probably going to be right there on the cusp you can still get a plus price on them to make the playoffs. Uh, so people are, are taking that. Um, the uh, the Green Bay Packers, another example, there is a possibility the Packers could sneak into the playoffs. That's, that division there isn't one. I think, you know, Detroit's obviously favored to win that division, but I, I don't think you can really discount Green Bay um, or, or really anyone there. So in Green Bay, plus 165 right now to make the playoffs. So people, you know, if you have an opinion with that, you can uh, you can bet that. So I, I think really with these markets, you know, the teams like the Eagles, the Niners, these teams that are almost assured uh, that you think are going to make the playoffs, you, you don't want to lay that big price. So you kind of have to look a little bit further down uh, at some of these and look at teams that have a plus price that you figure are going to kind of be right there teetering on the edge of possibly making it, possibly not. The Steelers is a team that we've been taking good two-way action here on, on both to make and miss on the yes and no uh, that, that we've been seeing. The Jets also has been getting some good two-way action here, plus 115 to not make the playoffs. Uh, yes, this is Jets country, but we are taking some there at the to get that plus price. And, uh, you know, as far as the NFC East goes, 
uh, Washington and the New York Giants. People are taking shots on both of them to make the playoffs. Just, again, due to the price, you get a nice return if either of those teams can sneak in. No, and I like Green Bay to make it, and I think Jordan Love, if he develops with their defense, look, it's no guarantee Detroit, and I think you're right. The price is too good to to kind of not think Green Bay could be a good team. Yeah, I think it's a really good price, and it's definitely worth taking a shot on, on them. Uh, get plus 165 to make the playoffs. Uh, it, it, you know, it's not a foregone conclusion, at least in my mind it's not, uh, that Detroit is going to win that division. Um, I would not be surprised in the least if Detroit finishes just with nine wins. Yeah. yeah. Detroit, it's been a long time since they've been favored to win the NFC North. We'll see if they can live up to those expectations. All right, he is Thomas Gable, race and sportsbook director over at the Borgata. TG, hope all is well. We appreciate you joining us as always, and be well, man. We'll talk soon. All right. Thanks, thanks TG. All right, we will preview the two preseason games today on the other side to wrap up the show. This is the Lombardi line presented by bet MGM. This is it. We've got an Amex platinum pro on our hands. Ladies and gentlemen, we haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my, look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM Rewards points you can redeem for online bonus credits like bonus bets and bet insurance tokens. Planning a trip to Vegas, you can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM Rewards points you can use towards dining shows and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM Resorts properties located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. Sign up with BetMGM or log on today to get an even bigger piece of the action with BetMGM Rewards. Eligibility restrictions apply. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. New and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire in seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
Welcome back. This is the final segment of the Lombardi line here on a Sunday morning. We are presented by Bet MGM Femi Bebefe, Michael Lombardi. Thank you to the three guests that we had, or the two guests that we had on the program today. Jason Lockenfora, host at 105.7, the fan in Baltimore, also a national NFL writer for the Washington Post. And thank you to Thomas Gable, who joined us in the last segment, racing sportsbook director over at the Borgata. And Michael, let's give out our pro tip for the day. We do one yep. each and every show, and you can see all of them over at vcin.com slash tips. And this one is sort of a, a reminder for all people when they're consuming the preseason. I would admit, I fall victim to this as well, and that's to not fall oh, for the flash. This really came yeah. for you. This came for you, yes. <laughs> you're, you're, you're trying to give me some tips here. We'll, we'll go on about it. Why shouldn't we fall well, for the I'm flash? Try, I'm trying to... T- I'm trying to... T- tamper the enthusiasm. I think don't fall for flash of individual stats in the preseason or really the narrative. Instead, evaluate specific position groups, units, and how they're playing. The perfect example is Chicago, Tennessee yesterday. All the fanfare, all the narrative is Justin Fields, three three short passes, for two of them for touchdowns. Great, wonderful. Love it, okay? The reality of the game was the Tennessee Titans offensive line, which was their starters, along with Malik Willis, their backup, drove the ball 80 yards on the opening drive against the majority of the Bears starters, especially their defensive front. Mm -hmm. Now, they didn't have Terrell Edmonds in there, but for the most part, T.J. Edwards was in there. They had their their corners in there. Eddie Jackson was playing. So, And they drove the ball right down the field. So there's a concern, right? That's something. Now, that's not saying they can't improve. That's not saying the Bears aren't going to be better on defense. They're not going to take it more seriously. Get all those things. But there's underlying factors that we as handicappers have to pay attention to. And to me, that was the story, right? That was the story, not the bubble passes. (laughs) Bubble passes, man. And there were touchdowns. Just going on about the bubble passes. Uh, (laughs) I can see the pain in your face right now. I love it. (laughs) Let's talk some preseason, though. Oh, my God. I mean, I can get Dominic to understand this. Why can't I get you to understand this? I'm going to have to, you know, this look, the thing that we have to evaluate Mm. is, is it the is it the player or is it the play? Mm. Okay, is it the player or is it the play? And sometimes it's the player and sometimes it's the play. Yeah, I mean, it, to be honest, on the Khalil Herbert bubble pass that you want to not give him any credit for. Uh, well, I wasn't he, a bubble. It was a. It was a. It, it was, was a check. Down. It was a check down. But he also avoided the rush on that play. Like the, the, there was a breakdown which in protection. He does all the time. He avoided the rush and then made which a play. He does all the time. Yeah. Which I, which is that's that. right. It's like, and that's the same. Like, like when he can add on to those already natural athletic abilities, then we're going to be cooking with some gas here. That's all I'm saying. You know, this is this is a quarterback who's ascending. You know, he's, it, not everyone's a finished product yeah. at 24 yeah. years old. You know, <laughs> not yes, everyone's sir. a finished product. It. Yes. But well, GM Shuffle podcast is coming out tomorrow into your podcast feeds. We'll go more in depth I had to on do this. Justin Fields. I had, to, I had to go through this with Trubisky too. Trubisky had that incredible year. You remember? And then the, the next year he was the MVP candidate. You know, and so mm-hmm. we, we've I've been down this road before. I'm prepared to go down again. I have All no right. problem. I've been down this road with Trey Lance when he was sensational. When Trey, you know, look, last summer, Trey Lance played quarterback against the Houston Texans, and that's when Kyle Shanahan said, abort, abort, abort. We got to bring Jimmy back. So mm-hmm. sometimes the realities are hard for people to accept. Well, we weren't doing the GM shuffle with Trubisky. I was not on Team Trubisky here on MVP Mitch, but 
we are doing this with Justin Fields, and and we'll see once the game. I, begins I have a feeling he would have had you. I think he would have had you in there. The year he had, oh, no. but the year they won with with your guy, with your guy Matt Nagy as the head coach. Just oh, be no. you, Matt. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure they would have got you in on that one. Hey, that's the Chiefs OC right now, Matt Nagy. <laughs> Speaking of the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> let's go. How about for that for the transition? Preseason, they're taking on the New Orleans Saints later on today, uh, about a, an hour away from kickoff. I'm seeing right now the Saints are one-point favorites. Total is at 38 and a half, and we will see Patrick Mahomes play. It might be a series. It might be the mm-hmm. full quarter, but Mahomes will be on the field. The quarterback depth chart for the Chiefs after Mahomes is Blaine Gabbert, Shane Buchel, and then Chris Olodukun, who are the quarterbacks there for the Kansas City Chiefs. And then for the Saints, Derek Carr will be out there. So we'll see Carr in this offense with New Orleans. Jameis Winston, Jake Hayner, and Taysom Hill are the QBs for the Saints here. But the total is at 38.5, and and the Saints are one-point favorites. What are you excited to see down there by the Bayou? Well, I I think I'm excited to watch the Chiefs. I'm sure they'll have a really good script. I I think he'll probably play 10, 12 plays. I really want to see Kendra Miller because we Mm. need to watch him for the Saints because he's going to have a big role uh, because of Kamara's uh, suspension for three games. So you want to take a look at him. The other player I think you got to take a look at, and I'm sure he's going to play, is is Michael Thomas, who we haven't seen in forever, it seems like, right? So you want to take a look at that. I think that's going to be important. Uh, and how the Saints defense, they're not going to play all their guys, so it's kind of hard to judge that, you know, where they are in the defensive end. But I think Foskey, the kid they drafted in the second round, you want to see what he'll do, and Brees, the kid they drafted in the first round, you want to see what he's capable of doing because they've tried to uh, re-support their defensive front, and I think that's going to be the key to whether they're successful or not. Look, Cam Jordan's a great player, right? But they've lost a lot of defensive linemen. Hendrickson is in Cincinnati. Davenport's at Minnesota, you know, and uh, they they lost the other kid to, uh, to to the Atlanta Falcons who played really well for them at three techniques. So, you know, this is going to be a work in progress with the front, and I'm anxious to watch it. Yeah, I'm really anxious to watch on the New Orleans Saints side, uh, Jake Hayner, the, the quarterback. And I don't have a bet in this game. But uh, if I did bet it, I would lean towards New Orleans. Because remember we had on during the NFL draft, Michael, we had Jim Nagy on, the executive director of the Senior Bowl, and he was raving about Jake Hayner and, like, what he brings to the table comes from that Jeff Tedford offense out there at Fresno State. He was a Washington Husky, but then transferred out of there when they gave the job to Jacob Eason, unfortunately. He went to Fresno State and had a terrific career for the Bulldogs there. It sounds like they like him a lot out there in New Orleans. So I'm curious to see what he looks like in this game. I think two quarterbacks today are worth watching. Aiden O'Connell at the Raiders. You know, Mm -hmm. he's gotten a lot of reps. He's going to play quite a bit. You know, it's going to be backups against backups. See how he handles it, like Stetson Bennett, how he handled it. You know, like some of these young players, it's not going to be perfect. They're going to make mistakes. It's going to get messy. But, you know, it's good to see them out there. And O'Connell's had a good camp. And the same thing with Hayner. It's to watch those young players that may be – could become backups, maybe a little bit more. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Is there a Dak Prescott somewhere in this draft? Yeah. You know, we'll see. And I think that's the fun part of watching this is who goes out there and executes the offense besides, you know, what you expect from Anthony Richardson. You know, you, you want to see what he can do, but there's so much pressure on him. These other kids don't have that pressure. Well, there's going to be some pressure on Trey Lance coming up later today. He's going to start the full first half of the 49ers. I, I, They're four-point favorites of the total there will 37. Be, Femi, I don't think this is going to shift anything at all. I, I, I really don't. I mean, if he comes out and I, I think they've, you know, one thing you get, you, you finally, you get your, your, you understand who a player is and you accept it. I think that's where San Francisco is. I think they know it. 
They've accepted, now they're not going to admit it publicly because they're very good at mm. spinning things. But let's be honest here now. I mean, Trey Lance is not going to have his fifth year picked up. We know that. Yeah. Well, but they're also his salary is high, so they need every nickel to pay Bosa, right? Because they're right now Purdy, who's you know on a rookie contract, right? And, and Purdy's got to prove that he can play well more than just what he did last year, and he was great last year. There's no question. Can he duplicate that again this year? I think that's the that's something San Francisco needs to wait and see because remember what I said earlier in the show. There's always 20 games before you can really make a verdict on a quarterback. Mm-hmm. If you would have sat there and said after Baker Mayfield rookie season and sec- the year he led them to the playoffs, oh my God, they've got their answer. Wait a minute, they don't. It was you know once people figured it out, how they react to it, that becomes the issue, and that's something that I think we are, are just too early to tell. It's too early on Bryce Young. It's too early on Richardson. It's too early. And until we know who they are and how people defend them, it's going to take a little bit of time. Well, on Trey Lance's front, he's only played four games then. I mean, like, like – But he's had a lot have... of practice, though, Femi. Femi, they've been out there practice. Yeah, but practice I mean, is different they've been than out the games, there. isn't it? Well, you got to – you know, here – one of the big signs in the Patriots facility is yeah, practice execution becomes game reality. That's a fact. Practice execution becomes game reality. True or if false? If you practice bad, you're not going to play good. Ten seconds left. True or false? Trey Lance is playing for his roster spot on the Niners. I think that might be true. Mm, how's that for a tease? We'll discuss that more on Monday in the GM Shuffle and here on the Lombardi Line. The handle with Matt Brown and Mike Somich coming up next. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 